Welcome to another episode of A Splash of the Good Vanilla, a weekly bonus episode available now on Patreon. But if you notice, I have decided to give you all another sneaky peeky this week by releasing the first half or... I don't know, maybe like the first third, first quarter of the episode onto the main feed just to get a little taste, just in case you are, you know, tossing back and forth the idea of signing up to be a hydrangea. I I will say, uh, since my last episodes, uh, just this week, we have another hydrangea that signed up and I'm not going to say your real name, but they go by the conductor, which I kind of loved. I love a pseudonym. So, um... Yeah, so we're growing over there. We're blooming all over Patreon. So if you are interested, of course, I'll plug this probably one more time before the end of the episode. Go to www.patreon.com slash thegoodpatreon. You'll get uh, early access to the main feed episodes, and then you'll get this bonus episode every week. That's eight episodes a month, folks. Who wouldn't want that, as Ina would say? So today we're counting down my top favorite Mexican dishes in honor of Cinco de Mayo. And I think we should get right into this. I am really excited. So I will have to say there's, um, and I'll probably even pull this up too, because I really feel like it's, it summarizes how we all feel when we, when like, if I was to describe my perfect, I don't know, my perfect uh, experience at like a Mexican restaurant uh, with my gals, you know what I mean? So let me let me pause and pull this up. It's a TikTok video, so um, I'm going to go pull this up and I'll be right back. Okay, here we go. I have it pulled up. Um, this is from a TikTok user named, or a creator named Zachariah. He's really big on TikTok, or at least in my algorithm. In this house he is. And I think this went viral I don't know what the timeline was, but we'll say like six months to a year ago. I'm not really sure, but it just it just summarizes everything that I'm feeling. So so let's have a listen. Here we go. I want to sit down at a good restaurant, okay? I want there to be chips and salsa on the table. I want a fat margarita, okay? And I want my friend to look me in the eye and tell me something so scandalous that my jaw is on the floor, okay? I want to be shook to my core. I want fajitas to come out sizzling. I want to be making fajitas as somebody unloads something so intense that we don't know what to do. All right, but then we make a roadmap and then we have some sort of resolution by the end of the meal and then I go home and I sit on my couch and I watch my shows. That is what I want for my day. Uh, I just feel like it summarizes it all. The fat margarita, the gossip, maybe some chips. I don't, I will say, fajitas did not make my top five. I do love a sizzling fajita, but sometimes I'm not in the mood to build it. And it always feels like such a production, you know? It draws attention to you. Um, you know, I just feel like it's such a risk it's, it's always so hot. I'm always afraid I'm going to like touch the plate because my instinct is, of course, to like reach for the, the fajitas as they set it in front of me. But they're like, don't touch it. Um, so it did not make my list. But uh, I mean, I, I do like this idea of what Zachariah is telling us. I think I think I talked about it on the main episode, too. I love a margarita. I love to go to like a Mad Mex and get like uh, what they call a big as margarita. I remember that. I mean, not so much anymore. I'm like old and my my body can't take it, but I will get like one of them. They're pretty strong too. So I, you know, have to drive home. Um, But I do love a good chips and guac situation. I love a good chips and salsa for sure. But chips and guac, it just always feels so right. And if you don't like guacamole, I, I never did when I was younger. Um, I don't know when I first sort of came on board to the guacamole train, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be on board because I, it's, it's so delicious. 
There is a, a story within my family. I don't think I've ever, maybe I said this on the, not this main episode, but maybe on another episode when I was talking about guacamole, that my family, my mom and dad and my grandma, um, my grandma lives next door to us, my mom's mom. So they had, they had never eaten an avocado. So I think my grandma bought one from the store. And they, I could just picture them all like standing around the kitchen table, just like looking at it. Like, what do we do? And they just, they didn't, they didn't add it to anything because if you just eat, eat an avocado on its own, it's just, you know, it's just kind of, it, it behooves you to like put it on top of something or make it into guacamole, add something to it add some spices, add some, you know, you can put it on literally anything, but they just ate it plain and they didn't like it. And it's funny because Keon and I keep talking about like, we need to bring guacamole to like a picnic or something sometime soon so they can like really get the full uh, avocado experience or guacamole experience. So still, still on our to-do list, but um, I think it's really funny. I think my dad eventually... I think he put it on like a potato chip, not even a tortilla chip. I know tortilla chips aren't always like available, but um, it just made me laugh out loud. But hopefully one day they'll get to experience it. But I digress. Let's get into this top five. So my number five is a, uh, is huevos rancheros, which I love to order at brunch. I think it's, um, I, w- I shouldn't say like a forgotten about dish, but it, it wasn't something that I thought of immediately. But as I was kind of researching and because I don't want to forget anything, um, I take these lists seriously. So huevos rancheros is my number five. I just think it's like, you know, it's the egg, it's the spice, it's a little bit of that crunch. And I feel like they vary. Like sometimes there's maybe a little bit of avocado, um, like an avocado situation, some sort of salsa, you know, um, but it's always a crowd pleaser for myself and I feel like a lot of other people a lot of my other friends like it too I will say one of my only I don't like although I I I just said I'll order brunch and I will I'd rather have a mimosa with huevos rancheros than coffee if that makes sense there's something about eating like spicy like a spicy breakfast uh, or something like that and then drinking coffee that just doesn't I just feel like I'm immediately going to be running to the bathroom. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's too much of an overload between the coffee and uh, the spice. I'd rather have something like juicy and or maybe just like a glass of water with it. So I hope that all makes sense. But I do love me a huevos rancheros for sure. All right. My number four. It it feels basic to say this because I am a, you know, I'm a gringo, as they say. But I it's got to be a quesadilla. Because I feel like it's so versatile. I feel like you can make them at home. Sometimes I'll make them like, you know, in the microwave, which sounds like, oh, God, I feel like it's just like not authentic or not how it's intended at all. But like, I'll just put like, I'll make like a half moon, like if I have a big tortilla and just have some sprinkled cheese on there and, you know, kind of fold it in half and just microwave it and get it all like goopy. Oh, my God, it's so good. And then if I have some salsa or something or maybe some avocado or whatever it happens to be is how I would do like a microwave quesadilla. But I, I, of course, will do like a proper quesadilla, just like, you know, with the cheese and like put it in the frying pan and get it all crispy. I just, uh, I love it so much. I think it's so versatile. I think you could, you know, you can put some leftover chicken in it. You can put some veggies, some jalapeno, whatever you have on hand. And I love like a good like variation on like what to dip it in. Sometimes I'll even do ranch, which I feel like is just wrong, but it's so right at the same time. You know what I mean? 
It's so good. And I'll put like really kind of any cheese that I have on hand in a quesadilla. There's nothing that I wouldn't put in a quesadilla. Um, And that's all I have to say about that. That's my number four. Well, folks, I almost went into my third top Mexican dish, but I am going to pause because this is where I leave you. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, you know where to go. Patreon.com slash the good Patreon. Sign up to be a hydrangea, which gets you this episode, this bonus episode every week and gets you early access to the main feed episode. And I said it on the main feed episode too, but we are going to be covering a Sandra Lee episode at the end of the month. And I don't know which one yet. I feel like I need to, uh, you know, do like a, a little bit of a search or maybe I'll take suggestions from the group too of what episode to cover because I know her Halloween episodes are great. I just feel like there's some iconic Sandra Lee episodes. There's probably an abundance to choose from. So I'm going to narrow narrow it down and pick one that I feel might be the most fun to cover. But that will also be available on the good Patreon. So get on over there, folks. Until next time, I'll see you over on Patreon.